Well, this is a new take on the human mind. I understand. I'm getting it. It might be easy for me to see, but it certainly isn't easy for others. But let's start doing it in short snippets so that perhaps one day this will turn into a conversation as I proposed before. But at any rate, I'm always feeling depressed about myself, about who I am. And so that feeling, when you dissect it, when you get into the amphitheater of emotional anatomy and you observe, you discover I'm comparing myself to others all the time and therefore feeling less than. But also became a perfectionist in order to overcome that feeling. So you can see how the emotional anatomy can produce a perfectionist personality out of always comparing myself to others and then concluding finally, you're messed up, you're mentally ill. Ah, you got to take medication. You're not perfect at all, see? You're a loser. So this combination of emotional anatomy can keep one trapped. It's a tug of war. It sneaks up and bites you and takes you down. On the other hand, what we are doing is we're approaching and realizing that this addiction to thinking, this stuck modularity, can be overcome. But there are many different traps. You can get stuck in the fantasy feeling before you understand your own emotional anatomy. So here, the jealous insecure, because I feel embarrassed and ashamed and messed up, and therefore jealous and insecure, uh, in, in order to hold on to my imperfect boyfriend, because I want to be liked. These are combinations of human emotional anatomy. But I'm able now to see through this dissection of emotional anatomy, the pimple feeling. Ah, The middle school child who got the pimple feeling and got the self-conscious that always came back and bit her. She became a perfectionist as a result, but the pimple feeling remained there. It's a scar. It doesn't change. It doesn't go away. And that scar can cause problems. It can cause default emotional reflexes that get you into a lot of trouble, get you addicted to medication, get you addicted to street drugs, get you addicted in many different ways because your mind is attempting to escape the pimple feeling instead of understanding its influence upon you and, paradox, its value. Because who wants to hang out with somebody that makes you feel like you did when you were 11 years old with pimples? That the anxious, embarrassed feeling, uh, somebody's making me feel that way again. So in paradox, that same pimple feeling, that insecurity, can let you know that a person is treating you rudely and provoking that self-conscious insecurity. All right, so everybody's got a different combination of this thing, but addiction is the classic for then 
To get yourself clean and sober, you need to recognize the variety of your emotional anatomy that triggers the desire to use. And using the lightsaber, recognizing the urge, and no, no, fight back. We've got to fight back. I I have to fight sometimes to make certain that I get up and do my daily chores, get up, make my bed, and get going. But the whole point is everyone's up against a different combination. But this is emotional anatomy, and it's not going to change. The pimple feeling is there for the rest of my life. And if I adopt the fantasy feeling, if I adopt the uh, escape into uh, into the fantasy feeling, then all of a sudden I'm stuck in my desire for an outcome instead of seeing what's really coming down. Because the fantasy over- feeling overrules the pimple feeling. And therefore I don't get to recognize the the toxic relationship that evolves out of the fantasy that he's the right guy when all he does is provoke my pimple feeling. And I don't know how to describe it yet because no one's introduced me to the reality that this scar of the 10-year-old is still there. The scar is still there when I'm older and it still works because I'm aware that people are rude and crude and abusive when it comes time to commenting on your pimples <laughs> and, and and anything else for that matter. Our country has not yet adapted to this emotional anatomy reality and we are stuck in our adversarial positioning, attacking, attacking one another instead of compassionately collaborative in helping each other understand default emotional reflexes that control our behavior, that force our behavior, and lightsaber, light side, dark side battle, that can interrupt, thank you, the default emotional reflex long enough to decide whether or not it's useful, whether or not it is accurately describing a boyfriend that is out of control and inappropriate and unable to learn how to treat me respectfully, even though I don't have pimples anymore, but it sure makes me feel like I do. But the boyfriend learning when I'm able to say, wait a minute, hey, what you just said makes me feel insecure. In order to speak up, you discover whether or not the other person in the relationship is going to be willing to learn and grow and enhance your relationship together. Therefore, the pimple feeling actually becomes useful. Well, but it is a permanent scar, and it is there forever, and it is forcing a perfectionism that then forces me to feel perpetually imperfect because I can never live up to my own expectations. Well, multiple combinations, and it goes on forever. This is emotional anatomy, And once a scar is inflicted upon the emotional anatomy, it repeatedly provokes itself. Until such time, freedom versus slavery, we recognize that there is a more inspirational movie. 
And that is our objective for each other. We want to help each other discover a more inspirational movie. The kid is depending upon me. Yes, there's a more inspirational movie. The family needs me. This is the new movie. This is the fight back from my pit of despair. This is the fight back from my from my preoccupation with addiction thinking. I get myself clean and sober, and I begin fighting for the family movie, the little kid movie, the daddy movie, the mommy movie, that here we are realizing we can help each other understand this, but it is a tug of war. It isn't like, what's the matter with you because of the way you're thinking? No, it is default emotional reflexes will control you until you recognize their habits and patterns and personality within yourself as you look into the emotional mirror, swimming through the ocean of emotion, and discover that you can catch yourself before you wreck yourself. You can interrupt an emotional reflex. Thank you by using the gratitude pathway as an alternative. And it's a logical pathway too, because thank you, I see the default emotional reflex that is about to consume me. And again, personal significance to the future of the world. We are recruiting Homo sapiens to see that each and every one of us is involved in this discussion. Yet, adversarial thinking separates us and keeps us at odds with one another so we can't have this conversation. I'll continue trying.